Hello everyone, in this class we will learn about basal ganglia. The term basal ganglia is applied to group of nuclei um, mass of grey matter in the forebrain and upper part of the brainstem that have a motor activity of great importance. It influences the pyramidal system activity. The basal ganglia differs from cerebellum in a way that they regulate motor activity unlike the cerebellum the basal ganglia does not receive input from spinal cord but they do receive direct input from the cerebral cortex. The main action of basal ganglia is on the motor area of cortex by the way of thalamus. In addition to the role of motor control, basal ganglia also contributes to affective and cognitive function. The lesions of the basal ganglia produce abnormal movement and posture. Basal ganglia includes different nuclei which are caudic nucleus, putamen, globus pallidus, subthalamic nucleus, also body of Lewis, and substantia nigra. Caudic nucleus, it possesses a head and a tail which is terminating at the amygdaloid nucleus. The caudic nucleus and putamen together they are called as carpus striatum or neostriatum that is the newer part of the basal ganglia. Putamen and globus pallidus. Putamen and globus pallidus are together called as lenticular nucleus. Whereas globus pallidus is also called as uh, paleostriatum uh, and globus pallidus is subdivided into external and internal segment by medial medullary lamina. Substantia nigra is subdivided into two parts that is pars compacta and pars reticularis. It is particularly rich in copper content. The basal ganglia, the three uh, biochemically distinct pathways normally or three or four uh, operate the balance in a balanced position that is nigrostriatal, uh, dopaminergic system, intrastriatal, cholinergic system, gabonergic system that project from the striatum to globus pallidus and substantia nigra then glutaminergic system. The unique feature of basal ganglia is high oxygen consumption and it has a high copper content. See the connections, afferent connections to the basal ganglia. The main afferent connections to basal ganglia terminate in the neostriatum and are excitatory. That is, it contains cholinergic neurons. They include corticostriate projection and thalamostriate fibers. Corticostriate projections, they form afferents from all four lobes of the cerebral cortex, but mainly from the frontal that is motor areas and parietal lobes to the neostriatum. Whereas thalamostriate fibers, they are projection of fibers from interlaminar, medial and ventral, anterior and centromedian nuclei of the thalamus to the neostriatum. Coming to the intranuclear connections, they are dopaminergic nigrostriatal fibers, gabonergic and glutaminergic fibers. Dopaminergic nigrostriatal uh, tract pass compacta of substantia nigra contains cell body having dopamine that is inhibitory, it is an in inhibitory neurotransmitter and its exons terminate in neostriatum. The degeneration of this neuron causes Parkinsonism uh, or uh, it is also called as paralysis agitans or shaking palsy. The gabonergic inhibitory projections uh, from the neostratum, they are project 
to the pass reticularis of substantia nigra to both internal and external segments of the globus pallidus. The external segment of the globus pallidus projects to the subthalamic nucleus. And subthalamic nucleus projects via glutamic acid secreting excitatory neurotransmitter to both internal and external segments of globus pallidus. So this is the circuit of the basal ganglia where uh, the basal ganglia, the main input nuclei is uh, striatum, it receives afferent from the cerebral cortex. Then you have a direct or indirect pathways from striatum, the information goes to the globus pallidus internus, uh, then to thalamus back to uh, the cerebral cortex which forms a loop which is direct loop and in another path where cerebral cortex fibers they go to the striatum they go to the globus pallidus externus and then they go to the subthalamic nucleus back to the globus pallidus internus to the thalamus which will form the indirect pathway okay, so here we mainly have uh, the the glutaminergic pathways acetylcholinergic pathways, gabanergic pathways and dopaminergic pathways which connects striatum to the substantia nigra. So here this is a showing the loop the impulses come from the cerebral cortex to the basal ganglia where it is processed and the information sent back to the thalamus back to the cerebral cortex which is forming uh, a direct or indirect loop. Efferent connections, the main output from the basal ganglia from the globus pallidus and substantia nigra from the internal segment of the globus pallidus via thalamic fasciculus to the lateral, ventral lateral, ventral anterior and central median nuclei of the thalamus. From the thalamic nuclei fibers project to prefrontal and premotor cortex. Ventral lateral Pars reticulata of the substantia nigra projects to ventrolateral and ventroanterior nuclei of the thalamus. There are few additional projections from this part of the uh, this part to the habenula and superior colliculus also goes. This is the output to the thalamus. It mainly comes from the globus pallidus uh, internus, whether it is a direct pathway or in indirect way, and also the output comes from substantia nigra uh, to the thalamus which is usually uh, inhibitory in nature. The main feature of connections of basal ganglia that cerebral cortex projects to the striatum, the striatum to internal segment of globus pallidus, internal segment of globus pallidus to thalamus and thalamus back to the vertex thus forming a loop of uh, direct pathway. The other pathway is other pathway is the from the cerebral cortex it goes to the striatum it goes to the globus pallidus externus then subthalamic nucleus then globus pallidus then back to the thalamus which is going to form uh, the indirect pathway the output from the internal segment of globus pallidus that is thalamus uh, is uh, inhibitory where the output from the thalamus to the cerebral cortex is excitatory okay so here yeah what happens in the basal ganglia is there are two pathways that is direct pathway and indirect pathway 
direct pathway it comes from cerebral cortex to the striatum to the globus pallidus then back to the thalamus okay so which is usually uh, excitatory in nature because uh, cerebral to striatum is glutaminergic striatum to globus pallidus is inhibitory and uh, globus pallidus internus to the thalamus is uh, inhibitory so inhibition of uh, uh, inhibition is called as disinhibition and it is going to excite the thalamus so uh, direct pathway has excitatory inputs to the thalamus then indirect pathway where uh, the impulses come to the afferent comes to the striatum then it goes to the globus pallidus externus then to the subthalamic nucleus then to the globus pallidus internus back to the thalamus okay. so which is called as indirect pathway and usually uh, it is going to stimulate the striatum striatum is going to inhibit globus pallidus externus which in turn going to inhibit subthalamic nucleus that means it is excited so subthalamic nucleus is going to stimulate globus pallidus and globus pallidus is going to inhibit thalamus so it is uh, the the effect of indirect pathway on the thalamus is always uh, inhibitory and the activity of the basal ganglia it depends on the balance between the direct pathway and indirect pathway that is uh, and uh, usually the inhibitory pathway they are they are going to dominate uh, the excitatory Uh, pathway functions of basal ganglia it has a role in planning and programming of motor activity it it is process by which an idea of involuntary movement is converted into precise action the mechanism is the activity in the circuit between subthalamic nuclei and globus pallidus is an important regulator of basal ganglia output that in turn maintains movements in a smooth and appropriate state then they help in the control of muscle tone basal ganglia inhibits stretch reflex that is muscle tone by stimulation of caudate nucleus and by stimulation of inhibitory motor cortex as well as inhibitory reticular formation this is why damage to basal ganglia causes rigidity then it has a cognitive function caudate nucleus play a role in the cognitive processes like thinking process in the brain using both sensory inputs to the brain plus information already stored in the memory the lesion of the head of the left caudate nucleus associated with dysarthric aphasia that is difficulty in articulation of the words then it has a role in subconscious execution of some movements basal ganglia is responsible to control uh, it is responsible for the control of normal automatic and associated movements such as swinging of arms during walking these movements are initiated by motor cortex then other function is neostriatum regulates subconscious gross movements occurring in the group of muscle and the other function is the activity of the basal ganglia increases during slow steady damp movement and is silent during rapid and saccharic movements globus pallidus provide muscle tone for the performance of skilled movements and substantia nigra is a center for coordination of impulses essential for skilled movements then diseases related to the basal ganglia that is parkinson's disease 
it is also called as paralysis agitans or shaking palsy it is caused due to the degeneration of substantia nigra or globus pallidus or both and usually occurs in late middle age therefore the concentration of dopamine in this region that is nigrostriatal system is reduced hence the balance between excitatory discharge of cholinergic interneurons and inhibitory dopaminergic input in the neostratum is disrupted the parkinsonism occurs in uh, or rather it is primarily idiopathic and uh, that condition occurs without any apparent cause some of the uh, etiological clauses are it can be secondary to cerebral arteriosclerosis or complication of encephalitis or complications of drugs such as phenothiazine which blocks the dopamine receptors and symptoms appear when 60 to 70% of the nigrostriatal dopaminergic neurons are lost characteristic features of uh, parkinsonism it has both hyperkinetic and hypokinetic features the important features are rigidity because of the hyperkinetic uh, activity due to the increased discharge of gamma efferents supplying the muscle spindle it affects mainly the large proximal group of muscles of limbs involving both antagonist and protagonist that is uh, biceps uh, knee flexors and sternomastoids here the posture is that in flexion attitude the back is flexed and arms are adducted and flexed and knees are bent that gives a stooped uh, posture and rigidity may be a cogwheel type here resistance is intermittently released and it can be led by type here the resistance is throughout the movement the mechanism for rigidity's activity of neostratum is influenced by excitatory effect on cholinergic fibers and inhibitory influence of the dopaminergic fibers normally there exists a balance uh, effect uh, of these two opposite innervation on the neostratum activity lack of dopaminergic activity due to the degeneration of substantia nigra shifts the balance towards the excitatory cholinergic fibers there can also be tremor which is hyperkinetic symptom it consists of regular rhythmic alternate contraction of antagonist and agonist muscle at the rate of 6 to 8 times per second it is commonly seen as a pill rolling movement that is rhythmic contraction of thumb over the first two fingers as it is present during rest and disappears during activity is called as resting or static tremor it increases in emotional states excitement or anxiety due to the secretion of epinephrine which in turn excites reticular activating system the tremor disappears during sleep due to the decreased activity of reticular activating system the causes here for tremor is due to the degenerative lesions in reticular formation and in ascending connections there can be weakness and poverty of the movements which is a, a hypokinetic movement difficulty in initiating voluntary movements which is called as erkinesia this produces defect in fine mo- fine movements of fingers uh, the defects uh, in fine variations of speech can also be there there'll be mask like facial expression due to the decrease in movements of facial muscles there can be loss of normal subconscious associated movements for example swinging of the arms during exercise and there can be uh, tendon reflex uh, reflex elicitation becomes more difficult because of the rigidity then gait is called as fascinant uh, type of gait or shuffling type of gait 
The patient is bent forward and walks quickly with short steps as if trying to catch up the center of gravity or preventing himself from falling down. There can be retropulsion. Uh, if the patient is suddenly pulled backwards, he begins to walk backwards and is unable to stop himself. Then the tender jerks becomes progressively difficult to elicit as the rigidity increases. So these are some of the, uh, the characteristic symptoms of uh, uh, Parkinsonism. There can be head nodding, that is tremor in the hands or pill rolling movements in the hands, stoop posture because of the increase in the rigidity, arms are flexed and el uh, at the elbows and wrist, hips and knees are slightly flexed. Okay, so you can see the tremor and you see short uh, shuffling gait, which is also called as fascinating gait. Treatment, administration of drugs, L-DOPA, it can cross the blood-brain barrier and reach the brain tissue where it is converted to dopamine. Then other modality can be transplantation of uh, dopamine secreting cells, cells which are obtained from the brains of aborted fetus into caudate nucleus and putamen has been used with some short-term success to treat Parkinson's disease. Surgical treatment by making lesions in the internal segment of the globus pallidus that is uh, pallidotomy or in the subthalamic nucleus helps to restore the output balance towards the normal. Chorea, atitosis and balism. These three disorders are characterized by spontaneous involuntary movements due to the interruption of the inhibitory pathway from area 4S via caudate nucleus to the thalamus. Chorea. It is mainly due to the involvement of the caudate nucleus and is characterized by rapid, irregular, involuntary dancing movements of short duration. It is also associated with decreased muscle tone and muscle weakness. Athetosis. It is due to the lesion in the denticular nucleus and is characterized by continuous, slow twisting, writhing movements. Balism. Balism is involuntary, flaring and intense violent movements that occur. Hemibalism is due to the damage to the subthalamic nucleus and is characterized by spontaneous attacks of incoordinated movements affecting whole of the opposite side of the body. Wilson's disease or which is also called as hepatolenticular degeneration. It is, an, it is an autosomal recessive disease. Here the copper content of substantia nigra is high. In this condition the ceruloplasmin that is plasma copper binding protein is low. Thus copper accumulation causing degeneration of the lenticular nucleus with cirrhosis of liver. The condition is characterized by muscular rigidity, tremor, cirrhosis of liver and emotional disturbance. Huntington's disease. It is autosomal dominant inherited disorder. The abnormal gene responsible for disease is located in the short arm of chromosome 4. It usually occurs between uh, age of 30 to 50 years and it is due to the damage to the GABAergic and uh, cholinergic neurons that project to the putamen. Damage to this inhibitory pathway results in hyperkinetic features which include hyperkinetic choreiform movements, slurred speech and progressive loss of memory that is dementia. And it is gradually progressive disease with no effective treatment which eventually leads to death. This is in brief about basal ganglia and disorders of basal ganglia. Thank you.